Welcome aboard our vessel. I'll be your captain. Join me and my trusty ally, the cook, as we set sail through our relationship with music, film, literature, and everything in between, as well as our ongoing exploration into mental health and well-being. Anchors up. Hello. 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 What episode is this? 67? 67. Ooh, two away. Yeah. Two away. Two away for the one that we will not not tell anyone about, but (laughs) they might know. know. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, yeah, so it's been a while. We've had about three months to do our challenges, it feels like. Yeah. Can't remember what they were. (laughs) No, no. Well, I can remember mine. Um, Mine was, you sent me to listen to the soundtrack of Blade Runner, watch Blade Runner. yes. And read the book. I didn't get around to reading the book, unfortunately, because I'm still trawling through the mammoth task of Watership (laughs) Down. Um, I really, I really enjoyed the playlist and just sort of it was I don't know there was quite a bit of juxtaposition in there if that's the right word yeah um, yeah just very different tunes but I could picture was what the film would be like I then went in and watched the film you yeah. know, and as I said I wasn't massively keen yeah but that's just my my feeling on it but I could see what they were trying to do obviously after listening to Blind Boy and things as yeah. well and his podcast so I did get a little bit confused by the story um, but yeah, you I know, think I it's, mean, it's a film everyone's got to watch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I don't know, you know, maybe I'll watch the new one as well. I watched follow, that recently. Story, yeah, it's enjoyable because they do link it. Mm, they do okay. link the two. Yeah, I think because it's based on that book by Philip um, K. Dick, and he did mm. the Man in the High Castle. Yeah, and having read the Man, in the High, I haven't read the uh, Do Androids Dream of Sheep yet, but having read the Man in the High Castle and watched the TV show, mm. it's hard to follow. But okay. I like that kind yeah. of. I think sometimes it's like don't try and follow it because <laughs> yeah. I don't think yeah. you can. And sometimes. I think if I watch it again, I might understand it a bit more. How do you find listening to the music first and then going to a film? Because that's a different way around of doing it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, I'd always say I prefer. I mean, I'm always a big fan of soundtracks anyway. Yeah. And it almost helped me. I visualised what I thought it might be like because I didn't yeah. know any of the story of Blade Runner. Yeah. So I was kind of visualising what it might look like and how things might be. So yeah. it kind of taps more into my imagination, I think. Yeah, Rather cool. than watching the film and then listening to the music and attributing it to certain things. Yeah. The music kind of led me on yeah, the journey. Yeah, that's good. So... And yeah, speaking of music and bands, obviously Primal Scream. I know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just put the album on, it was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, um, yeah, I I found, I've been doing it in the car. Mm. I've been back out on the road a lot lately. Um, not through road rage, because I found that mm. my driving's calmed over time. Um, and I've been trying to leave at times a day where I'm not going to be get hit in yeah. traffic. Yeah. Like, you've said it on a pod before about taking yourself out of situations oh. if you can, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I think, right, if I plan ahead here, so like I think you said before, and if you don't like, massive groups of people and you need to do your shopping go a bit later at night or yeah. do, do it at a different time so but it's a good feeling like after you've done it it's mm. almost like there's no one around nothing to be embarrassed about no. and I think when we do the John Lennon episode we'll definitely link back because I know he went for primal therapy mm. um, and it helped him to actually realise he hadn't dealt with the loss of his mum Yeah, that's how he dealt with it and if you listen to his first couple of albums, he actually shouts and screams on the album, mm. you know what I mean? Um, so I think it'd be good to revisit. But no, great. it feels like you're clearing out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, a real process of letting your gut really let it out. Yes. And properly, instead of your throat hurting, it's projecting whatever needs to come out. out. But yeah, we're, we're recording our location again, aren't we? Yeah, we've got our guest. We do um, have a guest. So, God, this shit. As long as he turns up. As long as he turns up. If he doesn't, then we're just going to have to if make one up on the spot. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put on an accent or something. <laughs> Let's go and meet him, is it? Let's go. Good 
Right, time to bring on board, as we said, just did an intro in the car before mm-hmm. our guest joined. Um, and yeah, we're really excited today. Um, probably off the back of speaking to Pseudo Cool a couple of months back, led to this chat today um, with a, a new person come on board. So we're just going to hand it to you, introduce yourself to the wider world and our listeners, and uh, we'll get going. Yeah, so I'm Jack Davis, and I'm probably better known or less known as Key Gothard. <laughs> Being space dog, space dog. I love the name for a start because I, I was saying to you just now. I've been learning Welsh again recently, yeah. but I know um, Welsh language and bringing that into your work as well has been a big thing. Might go into more detail later on that. But yeah, the name. Why? Why that? You know, of anything. Yeah. So I basically call myself Key Gofford to put pressure on myself. So okay. a lot of the reason why Key Gofford started was I heard. I, I went through a period. Well, I still do it now. I went through a period of listening to a lot, a lot of Welsh language music. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I can do that. Yeah. Because I've been learning Welsh anyway. Mm. So I thought, right, I want to release some stuff in Welsh. Therefore, if I call myself by a Welsh name, Ilbaba, I want something to release more in Welsh. Really good. To be honest, at the moment, I haven't got as much out in Welsh as I, as I would like. Mm. But that's because I got... I'm a lot more picky with Welsh music stuff when, when, I, when I release it. Okay. So I've written a lot more Welsh songs than I've been English songs, but released less Welsh songs. Okay, got but you. But I have got a full Welsh EP that'll come out at some point, so they are there waiting to come. Yes. And that should make me have more Welsh songs than English songs. So I'll strike a balance right again, Love I think. that. That's good, isn't it? Putting pressure on yourself and making sure you've got something to work towards. I think, um, and the, the well, we were talking, well, th- I was thinking about it more than anything. It's another dimension to have, isn't it? on the Welsh language stuff. So, you know, writing English is great, but Welsh is such a beautiful language. And then when you hear certain words in there, key for dog, um, and obviously like pili pala for butterfly, or good hoo for owl, haven't you? Like, yes. and all these showing wonderful, off now, isn't it? Well, not all these wonderful <laughs> words. It's good, but that's how you keep things alive, isn't it, uh, Captain, as well, is using language, you know? Yeah, yeah, and I think, for me, I quite like the holding yourself accountable. Yeah. You no, know, and that whole, a lot of people I find you know, especially myself I need someone else to hold me accountable but yeah. you've gone out you said you know what this is going to make sure that I do what I'm what I'm setting out to do I also just want to note that it's almost like we've planned some backing music for you at the same time <laughs> whilst we're here um, so just I will just give a shout out sort of to Tiny Rebel because we are recording here yeah 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 um, <clears throat> Yeah, sort of sat outside, a nice Sunday morning, yeah. you know, nice no chill with yet. the coffee, no beers yeah. yet. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. so I think it's, you know, I've kind of gone a bit more into your playlist, really, oh, yeah. um, which kind of, I guess, maybe be bits of inspiration of your music. So I'm just wondering what, what inspired you to create your sound? Like, how, how did yeah. you find your sound? Well... I, I, I'm, I've been in bands since I was a teenager, really, and I was always the guy in the background. That you know, I, I was lead guitarist. I never really wrote any of the songs. I didn't, I didn't even sing on anything. Mm. And whenever I did try to write for songs, it wouldn't be for me. Okay. So the songs were like, you know, like more rocks, you know, kind of more rocky sounds. And I I'd write the songs, and they wouldn't be any good, really. And I found there was a long point where I thought to myself, I, I, I can't. I, I, I'm not a great songwriter because what I'm doing isn't very good. Okay. But then it took me being away from bands to actually write songs I enjoyed because okay. I felt like I was writing just for myself. Yeah. And obviously I listen to a lot of funk music. Yeah. And you find yourself picking up a guitar, playing along to funk songs, then you turn the songs off, you change around certain ways. And when I found basically when I started writing for myself rather than for other people, yeah. that's when I found my 
more success or one that's most comfortable as well really love that no and it does sometimes you I've always wondered that with bands and you see it don't you in times where if there's a number of like strong personalities in a band they'll drift off like they'll break up because they can't stay together because it's like well I want to go in this direction I want to go in this direction so you sometimes have to step out to do do your own thing and I think like I was reading on your bio on Spotify I love this as well because I love vinyl and records and stuff like that I think it makes you much more in tune with the music it was like your dad has mentioned in there about his collection of records like so is that where it started as well can you remember like what's the earliest memories of music and thinking i really want to get into that like what so my father basically is a a, a musical person in the family and he plays the mouth organ mainly Ah, okay and we'd literally have a radio on and he'd pick up a smoker play along to it sometimes questionably yeah. Day. It was like he's like Jack. Guess what song this is? The place where I'm like, yeah, Dad, that's not the song. <laughs> but he, growing Nothing up, like it. Okay. growing up, he got me into the harmonica. That's kind of where I started, to be honest. Oh, okay. And then I picked up a guitar at a later age. But I was brought up pretty much on eighties music. Got you. So my father would have absolute eighties on absolutely everywhere. Mm. But, but my mother and my sister would like quite like chart music. Something okay. wrong with that. But being an angsty kid I was like oh I don't like the charts so I pretty much I, I think like teenagers have phases don't they where they like yeah. have like a skateboarding phase or yes. whatever I had like Duran Duran phases and stuff like, <laughs> stuff like that it was really weird no it's good like you know what I think we've all we've talked about music and pretentiousness mm. in the past I used to be the world's worst because yeah. I've always been a bit of a geek with music and finding bands and people would say certain bands who I thought weren't cool and I'd be like that's rubbish <laughs> like I used to I've kind of Learn to chill on that now. Probably since meeting you, because you listen to so much, you'd be out running, listen to musicals and stuff. Could you yeah. say whatever, whatever floats you, like whatever floats your boat? But I think with the songs, I wanted to come on to like your songs because that's what we're here to talk to you about is your music and stuff like that. So I was listening to like "Lose the Pressure" yeah. and that. Like I, lo- by the way, I love all of it, but that song I like, really stuck to me. Oh, thank so, you. Like, Jungle. I was telling you just before. We're going <laughs> to tell you. It's, it was reminding me of, but I went into your playlist then that we've just spoken about. I, was, I wonder if the inspiration's there. I was again like Jungle. Have you had Krangbin? Have you come across I love, them? I love Krangbin. Yeah. So that kind of disco-y vibe it was just like such a standout to me but that was a was that a collaboration lose the yeah, yeah. so um i see the cool touch on this story before when on the podcast so i celebrated my song myself yeah and there's like it's it's a little group of us so like it's me Cedar cool and a band called mordred jr okay and we all kind of like support each other and it's them to the feature on the song right but on the spotify release uh, Cedar Cooler down as the Silhouettes but right. there's a whole story of they changed the name because there's like a million bands called Silhouettes we remember the so story so it said Silhouettes but yeah, yeah it's actually Cedar Cooler's Kathy doing some of the vocals on there ah brilliant um, so yeah that was like that was one of my early releases and I wanted to collaborate as much as possible because I do this on my own yeah, and yeah, when yeah. you're on your own you want to have a start get as many people in as possible and yeah. kind of build your confidence really and, yeah. that, and that's what, what that song did really yeah because I mean. it's all done in your bedroom and your new yes. bedroom studio now so what you're excited about and I think um, it looks great by the way as well oh, thank you to be following the progress on, uh, on on Instagram and stuff but how do you find so collaborating like taking that song out because like you were saying before you're in a band so you're playing yeah. like guitars part of it then you think I need to step out of this because I need to get my own original sound and style. Yeah. Then you have to bring people back in. Is it just purely these are good friends, yours, trustworthy, and you think they'll get what I'm doing? Because I think like Lloyd's on one of your songs. Yeah. His background is traditional, like punk, isn't it? So hearing him on one of your tracks was a bit like it's a different sound for what I'd associate Lloyd with and what yeah. he's into. So yeah. Like, well, he's he's always saying he's switching punk for funk when he was playing on me. It's quite mutual. It works because I write the songs. In a way that I know that I'd enjoy them, I go up for them, 
I, I don't write them for myself, but I write them with all pressure, apart yeah. from myself. And then I got a live band, including Lloyd, including people from Mordred Jr. That's right. And for them, it works for them, because they turn up, there's no pressure on them to write the song, they turn up, play the gig, have fun. Yes. And that's it, so it mutually works. It doesn't work for everyone, yeah. but in this scenario, it somehow works. It wasn't ever the plan, really. Yeah. But it's worked out in the case, we all just turn up and just really enjoy yourselves. There's no, like, Arguments or like bitterness. It's just, are you free to it? Yeah, turn up, play a gig. Love that. Have fun. It, it works. And that, your music definitely expresses freedom, doesn't it, as well? And that chance to party. You were saying it was perfect this morning when you were making your bacon sandwiches. I'm a little dancer <laughs> on the kitchen, weren't you? But yeah, I think that collaboration is important. It's good to bring your friends in because I think yeah. you're all trying to make it and the industry's not easy. Yeah, of course. Which, it comes up in every conversation yeah. we have, doesn't it? But authenticity is a big thing for you as well, isn't it? And finding your way, like. Yeah, I think. An interesting one for me is how how it feels being out there at the front with all eyes yeah, on you yeah. and just that you know historically doing sort of acting and things it, it took a while for me to get that confidence and now running training it's like well I know I can kind of do it but how was that journey for you sort of from the start um so I felt like I was never meant to be a front man okay like because okay. <laughs> obviously I grew up in bands I was the guitarist I was never even given given like a microphone, I, I, w- I wouldn't have it. Yeah, yeah. And um, part of the reason for that is, luckily I've more or less overcome it now, but I grew up with a really bad stutter. Right, okay. Growing up, I really struggled my words out, lasted until my late teens, early 20s. Mm. Like I get days where I'm feeling a bit anxious, a bit stressed, I have like a funny day or two where I'm yeah. stuttering, but for the most part, I wouldn't say that I have a stutter. So growing up in bands thinking, I can't have a microphone if I, right. if I speak on stage, you know? I'm going to set my way through a half hour set, I'm going to be able to play one song. And then also, I I was never really a singer. Okay. Like, I, don't get me wrong, like, my, my songs don't require like Adele level esque vocals. <laughs> but now I, I, I can do the job, and it took me taking myself away, working on my setter, working on, you know, vocal practice, and just build up my confidence. And yeah. it all happened by accent, really. Okay. So. Like I said, part of it was listening to Welsh songs and kind of thinking, oh, I'll have a go at this. Yeah. And part of it was, so I had like my little audio interface to record. And I thought, oh, for my, me and my partner's anniversary, I'll write a, a song and record it. Yeah. And they're the most cheesy, the worst songs you'll have your entire <laughs> life. But that's how I got into recording and then writing songs for myself. And then it was, it all, it's all happened by accent, really. Yeah. But it, take, it did take a lot of going away and working on, on, on it. There it is, on a few things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's interesting. Oh, you make a note then as well? Yeah, no, I, th- I don't know. It kind of made me almost think of... Um, it's, a, it's the clash, isn't it? Where he start, he's got My Generation. Oh, and it's uh, actual, yeah. Sorry, The Who. Yeah, Close yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only our first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> um, I, I think he, the first time he recorded it, the stutter was there. And then he said, actually, I want to keep that in. Uh, yeah. As was, I, I might be completely wrong here, and I'm sure someone will Some, say. Some like article dug in the depths yeah, somewhere that you've come Yeah, across. and then, yeah, yeah. again, you know, we've spoken about Blind Boy quite a bit, but in one of his re- most recent pods, he had someone on, uh, it's enough, it's a, I think he's a rapper, and he yeah. was talking about how he overcame and how oh. music helped him. Is it a rat or a poet? Uh, or Scrubius Pip, I think that's it. Yeah, 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 that's yes. the one. Yeah, and he, he was very open. He said, actually, if I talk in this way and the static came and they said if I talk in this way and say this word it completely changes it yeah, and yeah. it was a really fascinating for me just to because I've, I've worked a variety of things but I've never really worked with that with a vocal yeah um, yeah just sort of noting that really interesting. and I was going to say as well taking the act from bedroom to stage as well 
how because I've mentioned a couple of times I write a couple of songs and stuff for my yeah. own amusement in the house like I haven't got the guts to get up and play I do play guitar with my mum she can sing yeah. and we'll sometimes take some of the songs we've written and play and we played like Clean Arts Festival recently and stuff like that, so that was a big thing but I remember the first time I recorded down my voice and played it back God, it's horrible, isn't it? The first the time. Worst thing you ever. do not think you sound like that, do you? So it does take a bit of like getting used to, oh, I'm actually singing that way. But like you said, I think you found that style in your music where it works. And I was listening to um, Castle Square, oh, yeah. which is different. Is that your first one? That was my first ever release, yeah, Castle Square was. Do you tell yeah. me that? Tell you, I'll tell you what that reminded me of. It was Benjamin Francis Leftwich. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> the, it, the way you yeah. like, did the vocals on that. And I think if people started there, and then went through your music. That's right. We love people who do things differently, don't we? Yeah. You will get some twists and turns like along the way, won't you? So, how did that one come around? Um, so, God, this is a long time ago. Well, it's not that long. A couple of years. Um, I, I, I started off Castle Song, Castle Square. Rather, it wasn't the first song that I wrote. Okay. But it's the first song that I released, and obviously, a lot of the other songs needed a full band. Yes. So that's why I released that one first. Yeah. And also. There's quite a lot of collaborations on that one as well, which my, my friends kind of carried me through my first release right. on Castle Square because there's all the oohs and ahs you hear. Yeah. Like, ooh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Something> like <that>. <laughs> <laughs> They're all my mates. Ah, right, okay. So, like, I got a bunch of mates send me, I mesh them, you know, send me a voice on you saying, like, a D. You ah, sent it to me. Okay. So, I kind of brought them in. Well, they just sent me like you know, like voice messages. Yeah, yeah. I dragged them in. That gave me the confidence, to kind of do it. Then that That's was my leeway into actually getting the band and releasing more full band stuff. I love yeah. that because it's actually something Blue Amber did, didn't it? True oh, yeah, on Blue yeah, Amber. Yeah. He, yeah. when they were messing around back in university, he'd record conversations with his friends, and he's into like sampling and chopping mm. stuff up and stuff like that. And he said it was great to use their voices, yeah. like in there, and it like you know. I suppose the first people you're going to get support from is your friends, even if they give you a ribbon, but they're there for you and they, they yeah, support you, you know, for going out and doing it. But well then, I suppose, I love the song, by the way, Castle Square, and I love the progress into the disco and fun. But I noticed like a lot of the releases were in like, or covid times, time, should we say, and we brought that out, but it's such a joyous style of music to come out in such a shit time. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you listen to like, um, I know Fontaine's DC come out a couple of times, and that's... I've seen him before, do you know that? Like, same life. No, have you got a t shirt of them or not? <laughs> I didn't wear it yeah. today. Yeah. Um, How about for Mods? I love them as well. <laughs> um, but I noticed, like, with their first album, was really like indie jumping around, and then the two that they sort of did in the COVID times just go whoop and go, we're yeah. going dark. You went the other way, it was like, let's dance our way through it. So, was there any thinking behind that? Was it just kind of like, well, I've got time to focus at home in COVID and I could just work on my sound? Like It was just coincidental, really. So, I planned. Key golf or before the lockdown, I was like, uh, yeah. so I gave myself a back catalog. Maybe it was like five or six songs. Like, right, I release these yeah. every couple of months, and then next you know, lockdown hit, and I accidentally become a lockdown project. Right, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like everyone lockdown, everyone, you know, we have the other time, release real music, and I was like, oh, okay, I look like a lockdown project, which is fine, but no, it was all pre-planned. Right, but it just seemed to happen during the pandemic. You know, it's good it, music it's for the pandemic though because I think it's quite easy to get lost in your own mm. thought negativity yeah, of course. and downwards if you stick this on if people stick your music on they'll definitely not <laughs> feel like that hopefully is, well no I think <laughs> they will I mean we were trying to say we maybe we're not involved so much in the disco funk scene locally mm. in it, but we definitely haven't heard anything like this oh thanks that's what we yeah. loved about it was the yeah. same with Blue Amber wasn't it yeah, we hadn't heard anything different. like yeah. that style and that's what stood out to us so yeah. when you play it live and you see people dancing what's it feeling like I was thinking about this when I was driving down. Um, so I think when it comes to funk and disco, one person in the crowd can change the whole room. Yeah. 
so I know to save it on the gigs thankfully we're all you know people there you can split the room into two sections and there's there's one person standing there with your arms folded which is fine I do mm. that when I go to gigs and yeah, it's yeah. full I just appreciate it yeah. a circle around them will tend to do the same thing yeah, there's someone yeah. on the other side someone starts dancing typically someone next to them will start dancing yes and both are fine because I go to gigs I'll dance sometimes I'll, I'll just stand the back and I'll fold, yeah. fold my arms you are fine but it's literally one person can change how a, how a gig goes in the crowd. It's, 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 it's so it's, right. With the psychology, it's quite interesting. You stand on stage, you're looking round, like, ooh, you can like pick people yeah. out. It's really interesting. It's sometimes. that togetherness, isn't it? Yeah. About, yeah. So you're into yeah. movement massively, anyway. So yeah. I bet you've got a comment on that for sure. Well, I think it's, it's interesting, like you said, almost looking out across the crowd and the audience and stuff. And for me, especially looking psychologically for, for you, from your aspect, it's thinking, oh, actually, yeah, they've got their arms folded, but they might still be enjoying it. Oh, it's, it's so hard to yeah. see like closed, you know, pe- when people are closed around you with their arms folded, not looking, not moving, that actually that's a negative. But for some people, it could just be the day they're having. It could be that's how they enjoy, enjoy it. Yeah, that's absolutely. how they do it. And then there's other people, which and that's something I find with your music. There's a really, there's a flow all the oh, way okay. through it. You no, know, and the flow just works with movement. You know, it's, it's the perfect sort of way, you know, as you said, for people to dance, to move, to express yeah. themselves how they want to and I know especially for me you know coming from the scar more you know mm. background like I see elements of where with funk it is a kind of dance like no one's watching yeah, style yeah, sort right. of music yeah, you know yeah. you don't have to do, just do the moves that you know manufactured pop groups do it's more actually just let yourself go and just yeah. let the flow go and that really for me I think that comes across in your music as well oh thanks yeah. and I want to I just want to touch on something Aaron said quick um, and I'm going to copyright from bed, bedroom to stage to be my first album because yeah. I think that's a cracking name <laughs> like for that, an album yeah. <laughs> or, or for, from it for a tour I don't know what sort of music it would be mine but um, so you're, you're thinking yeah, about it already yeah. <laughs> already written like the stage shows for Aaron so yeah 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 I mean yeah. if anyone wants to buy that off me I'm taking it though, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then sort of looking at curating there is an element I guess we were talking about lockdown and the different music and moving into playlists yeah. you know and so that's something we do quite a bit is yeah, make playlists or share with each other or try and collaborate and then forget that we're collaborating <laughs> yeah. playlists but I thoroughly and I've put the, the links in there I thoroughly enjoyed Jack's disco inspiration <laughs> I just I just want to know a bit about it how it came about is it a work in progress does it change um it's just a long stream <laughs> of stuff that I enjoy, really. I, I don't really think about it too much. Like, I'll listen to um, Discover Weeklies or some yes. friends who like Santa Song. If they like it, I'll add it on. Yeah. And I actually don't really put too much forward into it. Um, something, to be honest, is, is well, it's called Jack's Disco Inspiration. If I hear a bit of a song, I think, oh, I could do something like that. Yeah. You know, um, please don't come and see me. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had a conversation with Drew about yeah. this, didn't we? Yeah. Um, like sample clearance and all that. Like, yeah. But yeah, I shout out my enjoy stuff, and if I'm feeling particularly uninspired, I'll go and make some food, chuck it on, and yeah. that typically helps you out in, in, in some kind of way, which is quite nice. And songwriting, then, that's a good shout actually about writing in the moment because like yeah. we've had so many different approaches that's what it's about isn't it you've got to find your you've got to find your own way from slug to even like with pseudocal with cafe right yeah, now yeah. an acoustic as acoustic. we say acoustic guitar um <laughs> and then sending it to you know your brother and he punks it up then like yeah. so like i love that but what what is it is it like i'm struck i'm gonna go and do it do you try and set time aside because i don't know what do you do in the, i'm assuming you're working in the days of trying to find yeah. time as well around it so <laughs> um, so my phone 
the, the voice recording app is just full of me doing stupid stuff going like bam, 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 or like do, 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 do. I'll just sit at my desk, play through like 10 recordings, delete like nine of them because they're just like me in like a car park on my own, just like making stupid noises. And when I'm like, oh, there's something in that, <laughs> I'll just work with it. Like, uh, I, I'm not going to get any of it, but like, they, I, I sound like an answer idiot sometimes. <laughs> We're going to ask you to send us one maybe for another seat. We do see the corner on our pod, which is just for anything. <laughs> and if you could find any of those that you're happy for us to play. Yeah, gonna, that's fine. We're gonna, we'll give you like the next couple of weeks so you can just fight because I need to hear them. Yeah. <laughs> I just picture you outside like... Uh, like a, I don't know, like in a retail park. Yeah. But a bit of a thing is like, right. But we were talking about like notepads and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. On phones. Like, I'm I'm a bugger for it. I write down all sorts on my mm. on my notepads. And I've, I've got about 20 of these paper <laughs> notepads in the house that I write on. But it is, it, it's kind of hard to explain songwriting, isn't it? Or, or like poetry writing or whatever. Because yeah. you're like, oh, there's no, I'm assuming there's no set structure for you. Like you said, you might come across a melody, is it? And think, I can do something there. Let's write around that or make them with a vocal and think that's an idea for a song is, it, is that kind of how it is um, at the start there was a structure to be honest was there but that was when I was beginning as a songwriter I'd I found I got to a point where I couldn't finish a song right I'd have like a good chorus or like a good riff yeah um, and I couldn't finish it so I literally break the song up into pieces like a puzzle I'm yeah. like right I gotta do typically verse verse chorus verse yeah. chorus bridge chorus yeah and I'd write the verse and the chorus and the bridges individually and just slot them in. Right. At the start, that's how I'd finish the songs. Right. But now, as I've written a bit more, and like, like I, I like to think I got a bit more natural a bit. Now it flows a bit more naturally. But at the start, I used to literally do it like a puzzle just to get it done. Right. I see. That's interesting. It's like, well, also sometimes you, yeah. I suppose if there's, it's difficult to get the beginning, middle, and end. Oh, you get it. If you write yeah. them individually, put them in. It can, it can work as well. Was you making a note? Yeah. Anything on that? Oh no, I did just from where you were saying about deleting the audio recordings it took me back to actually the challenge Drew set me to yeah. listen to the books and I don't know whether you've listened to the music for a French elevator and other <laughs> oddities but that essentially sounds like what it is they've just released all these random little clips of different noises yeah. stuff they've recorded people talking and things so maybe put them somewhere and it might be one day yeah. you go to it and say, oh, hold on, I can put it all, mash it all together. Avant-garde, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Blue Amber, the next album, must be full of samples of me just making stupid noise. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Collaboration done. Well, actually, because this is talking about making notes, I, I obviously, well, normally I did the pod, put it together, and then I, I listened to it yeah. within a couple of days of it going, going out or whatever. And I was listening to Drew talk on there, and we were talking about, like, on the thing about um, sampling, you know, and hip-hops yeah, yeah. and beats and stuff like that. And there's one. I chopped my friend up because, right? He said <laughs> on the he said on the pod when he had all his friends in a studio. He said I chopped up my friend's <laughs> vocals. Yeah. <laughs> so I sent him a note on Instagram and went, "I think we can make a beat here out of uh, just clipping your voice." Say I chopped my friends up <laughs> like that, right? He went, could be a bit dark. I went, "Yeah, but we could go down the mental angle, not the physical angle, and stuff like that." So it's funny how things like stand out to people. Yeah. I've mentioned uh, Don Leisure is a friend of mine, Al right. from Cardiff, and he is into chopping and sampling and stuff like that. So yeah, I think Bryn's right, and then just sell off all your random noises yeah. from outside it, Sports it, Direct, you know, wherever you are. It's funny how like different people interpret the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's quite funny. Yeah. I also yeah. want to say a shout out to Blue Amber. Rockland's workshop is good superb. Um, yeah, it is funny how people interpret things in, in, in different ways because one person's random noise 
you know, the song, the, the, the voice songs for Live Deleted, yeah. someone else might pick it up be like, they couldn't make a really good song out of it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Exactly. It's, it's strange. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of that is down to how you feel at that particular time. Definitely. So if I've ever recorded something a few days ago when I'm in a really good mood, yeah. I'm feeling a bit tired when I go to use it. Yeah, it's, it's not the same, is it? No, of course it's not. And I think it's like when you hear people do reworks or remixes of yeah. songs as well. Like they're into. I used to massive. Well, I still listen to a lot of it. I used to DJ like trance and house music and all that. And it'd be brilliant because you do like the original. Like, oh, I like that. And then someone would come along and do something else, and you'd be like, yeah. it's a really different like take. They've taken like the main loop, but they've like done something completely different. There, and I, I love that. Um, performances wise, though, like obviously you've got to do your work. Is any artist for you like go tos? You know, who are the big the big hitters? Like, if if you think you know key govern music, the big hitters for you in terms of inspiration. Probably uh, as much as you can't hear it in my in my music, but like Duran Duran was a big one for me growing yeah. up. Um, didn't write a lot like them, but in terms of what I listen to to help myself feel inspired, I listen to a lot of Parcels. Okay, um, Parcels. We're a really good funk band. Um, a lot of Jungle. You mentioned Jungle, jungle. earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I'm a massive Chic fan. Chic I, I, as well, anything, yeah. Anything that like Nile Rogers works on, yeah. I, I love. I, I saw him in in Cardiff somewhere last year and I was excited and he came out I just started crying my eyes out yeah. and I said to Meg who's my partner I was like why on earth am I crying yeah. I, I, was, I was just a mess all night but yeah absolutely love anything that includes strummy you know funky guitars and I think it's touching with like you said with Nile Rogers. I was fortunate I saw him a few years ago as well but the tears that's what happened at Stereophonics that's what oh, happened I, at Green Day it's that release of the emotion of like, oh I'm actually seeing this person who you know, that what I like is it's not holding back. Yeah. You know, I've seen people trying to like doing speeches trying to blink away tears. So like, actually just let it flow, just let it, you know, that's you in the moment and yeah. that's really living the moment. So yeah, and I guess sort of moving on, you know, so these were the inspirations, but people who've been inspired by you, how do they see you? Where do, where where will be able to see you next? Um so uh little Right, so I'm playing next Saturday and next Sunday, but I can't think of the dates are. We're in August. It's a bank. It's 27th of Saturday, I think. Right, isn't okay. It? So it's Saturday 27th, <laughs> I'm playing in Kuru, which is in Carmarthen, on the ah, 27th of August. Wow. And then I'm playing Hubfest. Yes. Um, yeah. In Cardiff, I'm playing in Bootlegger. Ah, I, I okay. think I'm I'm sub headline. I think I'm on, on around nine o'clock. Brilliant. I'm headlining in Kuru and Carmarthen, which is really nice. I, I really like playing Carmarthen because it's one of those music scenes where there's not many venues, so people will go out just to experience live music without any agendas right they'll think I'll go and see some music I'll go out rather than thinking oh so and so's on tonight yes you know people just go out and just find new bands which is a really nice experience sometimes and it's funny because we had with Drew was in Aberystwyth wasn't he yeah and he came the other way he felt he had to come to Cardiff but I quite like that little towns. So they've got a couple of decent venues who can pick some good acts up. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And then, like I said, you're not overwhelmed with choice. Imagine yeah. if you're like living in London or Bristol. You're like, where am I going to go tonight? You know, because there's just like a million options, isn't there? But I think yeah. we've noticed like the Cardiff, Newport yeah. scene even growing, yeah. isn't it? And yeah, also mild these days. Yeah, Newport's yeah. doing well. Mm. And Bootlegger, by the way, in that Hub Festival, I think. Was Blue Amber down to play Herb, I think, and I think Schlugger playing there. Yeah, I think so they are, yeah. a, a pseudo yeah. there. Pseudo, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so Lloyd's Lloyd's had a really busy week <laughs> that week. <laughs> I think so. This week is Sunday today. So this week come in. Lloyd's got three band practices and playing five, four or five gigs. I is think he? on the space of a week. Yeah. So he's and, really and they're releasing the roller as well. That's, oh, yeah, the roller. That's yeah, been up for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> like I, thought, I don't know. So busy boy, Lloyd, get your head down tonight. Like uh, no, this is going to be going out on the Monday. So this actually, all the things that um, Jack's saying about this weekend coming up, the Hub Festival. I was looking at the lineup the other day. It's incredible. If you yeah. want to see some cracking, like 
was localish really bands yeah, it's all people from bands. around like you know yeah. and I think it's over like the moon in it I think um, club are getting some bootlegger and some yeah. of the other smaller venues which I think is is really important then obviously I think the other bigger one that's coming up then is soon isn't soon it the festival, soon, which yeah. is, is it October times like that yes yeah, it's, it's later this year I can't think exactly but they when. get then like then that's when they get people from around the country and donating stuff like yeah. that as well but um who knows the future but no it's good to talk we have asked you about techno challenge and we so we're going to take a slight break yes um and we've also got a little challenge for you i think <laughs> okay. as well as part of seagull corner so should we go and do that is yeah, it yeah cool. yeah you're gonna make me do it aren't you? yeah <laughs> seagull <laughs> corner <laughs> you got to do a noise. I know, I do. <laughs> you left me out to dry there. <laughs> right, there we go, done. Um, <laughs> you left me hanging, it's your fault. Um, so, kind of putting you on the spot a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Um, but we loved your playlist. So people can go to your playlist on your page on Spotify. So go search Key Govod, C-I-G-O-F-O-D. That's it. The playlist is there. Oh, God, it's fresh. That was fresh. I started to sweat on my neck then. Um, but if we can get five disco bangers to yeah. start a party what would you go for right so any party any good party has abba right i think gimme 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 by abba the bass line is just stupidly good okay cool um i could probably name five abba songs by once <laughs> um i think dance 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 by chic okay that's a good one classic yeah um it's, it's a bit long i think it's like six minutes but that's fine yeah, so yeah. there's two songs nah it's fine <laughs> um <laughs> uh I'll go Tied Up Right Now by Parcels. Okay, Parcels. Um, Parcels are, well, really popular now, but really good funk slash disco band. Um, that's from my first album, I think. Um, fourth song. This is where I haven't thought about the last two. I go Keep Moving by Jungle. Okay, yeah, um, that's I a great track. Really love Jungle. Um, so I go one more track to think of for a party. This is where I'm on the spot, isn't it? I reckon we chuck in one of yours. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, yes, yeah, I'm going to be completely shameless. My mo- most disco track is probably Digital Conversation. Yes. Ch- check that one in. It's a cracker. Thank yeah, you. yeah. And was that a, you? Was that a collaborating one? Yeah, that was, was collaborating again. Yeah, with Mojo Junior. Yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, I love that track. I love that track. So they're guaranteed, yeah? We play that at a party. Yes, Five absolutely. Track. As long as you start, start, with, start with Abba. Then you can't, you can't, you can't go far wrong. Yeah, people are in. Just throw some alcohol into the mix and people are off, like, yeah, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I've yeah. seen that Abba Voyage thing. Not in yet. No. I, not, I, I haven't been either, but like, you see like videos of it. It, it looks really good. I, I, I was probably skeptical of this whole what's the name for it, where they like project it. I can't think what it's called. Yeah, it's a, a, oh, what are they called it? Ha, ha, uh, I'm gonna say. I, I, got gonna think gonna say, say, I know yeah. exactly what you're saying. Yeah, It'll I, come to yeah. me in a minute. Because they did like a two pack one years ago. Yeah, they? they did. And it, yeah. it doesn't look so good. The other one looks really, really good. Yeah. I, I won't mind going one day. It looks but they purpose like they've repurposed an arena for it, haven't they? So I think the whole venue. You yeah, were talking yeah. about um, you know how venues can immerse you yeah. from word when I think they've done that mm. with Abba Voyage. In fact, I know a couple of people who've been. All right. We should get them to do like a two minute yeah, review for Seagull Corner. Oh, we just go and see it. Could yeah. go and see it. Apparently, it's expensive, but if you want to go and see these things, what's the word? Yeah, what's yeah. the word? <laughs> I know. I know. All I'm getting is hallucinogenics, yeah. and it's not that. It's definitely not that. <laughs> There's um, someone listening to this, like drum card, just screaming. Oh, yeah. It's this. Yeah. It's this. Yeah. It's, it's going to come back to you in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll take a. Well, I love this. We're going to put the um, playlist out. 
yeah, the, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'll make that the Jacks are shared. Yeah. So we'll put those five tracks out there this week, and you can pick them up. But I think it's like five hours long. You yeah, it's just just so silly. So you want to keep going? <laughs> yeah, just go, <laughs> go into the playlist, and yeah. you can have a lot more. But we'll come back. Um, Jack's got a couple of challenges for us, um, and uh, we want to hear what they are, don't we? So yeah. let's go. After three, should we say it? One, <laughs> two, three. Hologram. <laughs> yeah, for all those who were screaming in the car, as Jack said. And we didn't Google as well. No, we so. didn't. We didn't work it out. Jack was on the way yeah. to Googling, and then you, because it, because what do you think of? Red Dwarf. Holly. Yeah. Red Dwarf. So, uh, yeah, shout out to uh, Craig Charles and that lot as well. Um, what's funk and soul in it? And disco. It so yeah. uh, it's all links in. So we asked you in the vein of having we always have to set each other challenges mm-hmm. but sometimes it's hard to think of them sometimes we think of them on the day yeah. or as recording, as recording it's yeah. great to have someone come in and do it for us <laughs> so what have you got for us right so i'm going to set you both the same challenge okay so background of this is so i'm a welsh learner i'm not fluent and i try writing welsh okay and a lot of that is listen to welsh songs trying to understand it okay so when you both go away pick one welsh song yeah Ask a friend who's fluent in Welsh to translate it or run it through Google Translate, you won't get such an accurate meaning. Yeah. But learn what it means in English and find out what the song's actually about. Cool. I like that. We've mentioned Perfect. some Welsh bands, Adwife yeah. on your Oh, I love Adwife. Yeah. Is this, it is a bangle soon as well, I think, isn't it? I Anis think so, yeah. As well. And this is another one. Breaky here. Subs. Subs. Um, Super has got Golug album from back right. in the day. Yeah. yeah, we've talked about uh, Gruffery Sonia before. Mm. That's a good challenge. And funny, if I'm reading yeah. the Mabinogi on at the moment. Oh, no way. Because nice. you know, we did it, we probably yeah. all picked it up a little bit in school. Um, and I picked it up just as a reason. So I am quite immersed at the moment because I do my yeah. Welsh practice every day just for 10 minutes. Yeah. But that'll be interesting to see the actual meaning. But I don't think Google Translate like, picks up the yeah. nuances. I, does I, it? If you can, find a friend who speaks I Welsh. Might, I might just send it to my nieces. Yeah. yeah. Welsh yeah, school, so an eight-year-old and a five-year-old. Yeah. So I'll find a nice easy one. Well, the names, <laughs> I don't know if you picked up them before you mentioned yeah. Branwen and Gwenllian. Oh, nice. So, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you can send to them. I've got some friends in West Wales. Yeah. So I might send it to them and get them mm. to pick it up. But, Plus, uh, it gives you a good excuse to talk about speaking Welsh as well, which is always good. Good. It does, exactly. yeah. You yeah. know what? I read something the other day about like even if you just use a bit. Yeah. You know, like if you said if we went in now to the pub and had a pint, which we might do, and you say Dioch after it, do you mm. know what I mean? Or you know, you say a squelk and Darwin saying please. You say just that little bit keeps mm. you alive. And you're doing it for your music as well, by the way. So yeah. like, you know, it's, it's a huge thing, isn't it? Just to hear more of it. Mm. And we were saying it was amazing to see bands like Adwife mm. being played on Six Music. I know, right? In yeah. Welsh language. Mm. That's incredible. Like thanks probably to Hugh Stevens. Yeah. Massive advocate yeah. of Welsh language. But thanks for coming on. No, thank yeah. you. Thanks for the challenges. We'll enjoy that, won't we, this mm. week? Something a bit different. I like the fact after saying about using Welsh, you know, say thanks for coming on. <laughs> Dioch and Val, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I'm just thinking about this in America, they'd be like, What are they on about? Yeah, yeah. Maybe Seagull Corner could be to write in future. Maybe that's a future challenge you to me. Bring my uh, learning to life. But thanks for coming on. No, thank yeah. you. A couple yeah. of chances to see you, isn't there? We we always say follow um follow Jack's page, Key Govard, on Instagram. You post a lot on yeah, there, don't you? Um, yeah. But there's two gigs coming up this weekend. If you're in the Carmarthen or Cardiff areas next weekend, you can go along and see it live. But yeah. Yeah. I promise I'll play my best for you all. <laughs> and you won't be folding your arms, you'll be yeah. shaking yeah. your ass on the dance also, floor. Also, my clarify, if you fold your arms, fine, I do the same thing. <laughs> it's all mood, it's all on you, isn't it? Yeah. But no, thanks for coming, man. We really appreciate yeah, it. Thank you. Cheers. Cracking. 
episode with Jack. Yeah, really Keep good. Covered. Yeah. yeah, enjoyed that. We could have sat with him. We just said for we had a pint after. We could have sat with him all could day. Just the day, just a nice. It was just chilled, and that's what I like. Like, and you know, it's nice him feeding back to us. Yeah, sort of how definitely we, how we are and how. Yeah, we seem. He said like we come at a different angle. Yeah, on the podcast as well. So yeah, it's and just in natural nature, wasn't mm. it? Which we like because we we you know we don't often get that feedback, do we? So it's no. nice to hear people saying because that's kind of what we want. What's kind of what we want to achieve? We yeah. we're, we're old school podders in a way. I mean, in yeah. terms of we do it how podcasting was meant to be. Plug in, mm. go like yeah. you know, and it's pretty much it. You know, and it's so easy to talk to. And I think um, just picking up on a point that he said, which we didn't really go into the chat with him. It was nice to hear him being really complimentary of the Cardiff and, and surrounding mm. music scene yeah and the support um, they have each other and yeah they, they all you were saying like they they want all to succeed he actually mentioned um, Buzzard 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 to me mm. I think you were in the loo and he, mm. but he, he just said about how they've obviously just dropped a really good album that's yeah. been successful but then that benefits everyone else because if people are like oh we're, we're Where how can I find other bands like yeah. that and what yeah. they're doing um, so yeah, any any other remarks from you, mate? We had a good trip recently, didn't we? Which we got some. We did, yes. Of, there's stuff coming stuff. out coming out from there. I think we should probably give a shout out for a big birthday. This yes, week we've as got well. uh, my granddad. Yeah, your <laughs> yeah. Gra- is he your granddad? Yes, my granddad's. He's also priest. Um, end of this month, so he invented Seagull Corner. Yes, he did. Very so, famous. Makes me yep. go Seagull Corner. Oh, it's my phone. Yep. Oh, that's, oh, here we go. It's live. Uh, no, no, no. I just shut up. Um, <laughs> And um, yeah, it's my daughter's. She's three on Wednesday. Um, so happy birthday, Nora! And she's got a party tonight. Now you've been told no adults on the um, bounty cast, but I think you're just going to yeah. ignore I'm, that I'm rule. I'm just going to ignore that. No one's going to stop me. Rugby tackling so. children. Yeah. <laughs> Get down. <laughs> Get down again. Uh, yeah. yeah. All the links are in the bio. As always. If you want to find us, you know where we are. Until next time, try from me. Try from him.